can't believe you squeezed two episodes of content out of this mediocre movie. To summarize, uh, we did go fact check. I was right that Roddy refers to himself as a mouse. Although, the caveat there being that it is a common phrase and idiom to say, when the cat's away, the mice will play. And also, by the way, just to break down the English language a little bit farther, now that we're recording, he comes out of the cage after all the humans are gone. Does he think the humans are cats? No. No, he doesn't. He comes out of the cage and says, when the cat's away, the mice will play. But you can also see how in a movie where you have a rodent, that could be misleading. Because he could be referring to himself as a mouse. If he was referring to himself as a mouse, it would have probably helped to sell that if he, oh, I don't know, looked like a mouse instead of a rat. He looks like a mouse! He looks like a rat. Have you ever seen a mouse and then seen a rat? You've been in New York City. Surely you've seen a rat. I've, yes. And you want to know what did a better depiction of differences between mice and rats? Mrs. Frisbee and the Rats of Nim, where she is a mouse and they are rats. I'm not going to make you watch that one. That would just, uh, no. Um, Rats are distinctly different in a lot of ways than mice. This is an animated movie where the rats wear clothes. How the fuck am I supposed to tell? So do the toads and also the frogs. Again, which they also Listen, look do you, very do you, similar. Do you actually think LaFrog is the toad's cousin? He's a whole toad. I'm pretty sure that's his character name, is Toad. I'm gonna check. Are you So you're saying that they can't be cousins because one's a frog and one's a toad? They're different animals. So? You're, you are trying so hard to argue semantics, but only in the case where you think you're correct. I am technically correct, and that is the best type of correct. You're correct with a fat fucking asterisk after it, leading to a footnote at the bottom that says, this is a classic phrase that America claims to have never heard before and is using her very selective memory to assume that he believes with his whole chest he's a mouse. I thought that's why he thought he was so different than all the rats this whole time. No, he he thought he was so different from all the rats because he's rich and snobby. It's a class metaphor. Not, oh, I think I'm a mouse. I thought we were making, I thought we were making the metaphor that mice were better than rats. That's, and that was, the classism was mice were better than rats. No, the classism is that some rats are better than other rats. That's classism. Otherwise, it's speciesism. Which isn't real. (laughs) We call it the food chain, and guess what, motherfucker? We're on top. The orcas that are tipping over the yachts would beg to differ. You see any orcas around this bitch? I don't know if you know this, we are deep in the heart of Texas, (laughs) where orcas aren't. Deep in the heart of Texas. That's me gargling Texas's enormous testicles. Um, That was probably the roughest intro to an episode we've ever done. Um, this is City Wave Cinema. This is Flushed Away Part 2. I'm America. That's James. I was technically correct on two accounts. The other one was the order of events, but also only partially correct. He literally is called the Toad. (laughs) I 
thought I was bullshitting. I thought I was no, bullshitting a little I bit. No, I have notes about the toadrin. Yes, that's his name. This movie sucks. Uh, I enjoy the hell out of this movie. It's bad. It's, it's a bad movie. It's a brain candy movie for you. I oh, it's so is. I enjoy Cinderella, and I will fully admit that that is a horrible movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, we talked a lot of shit about that one. Oh, boy. Sometimes you need a good brain candy movie, though. Sometimes you just need garbage to watch. I also just love getting a bunch of, like, extremely talented English actors to just caricaturize the English. Like, Hugh Jackman, yeah, he's Australian. Thank you. I was about to say, it. Hugh Jackman is not British. I'm almost certain Kate Winslet is, though. Ian McKellen for sure is. He's a sir. I I would check on Kate Winslet, because I wonder if she's also Australian. I'm fairly certain Andy Serkis is English. Yes. Uh, Miriam Margulies. Can you check on Kate Winslet for me? Because we are full spiraled away I'm, from I'm working on it. She was born in Reading, Berkshire. Berkshire. So, yes. In England. Yes, so England. Yes. Okay. I just couldn't, I was like, I don't remember for sure if she is, and I didn't want us to, like... They cast John Reno for the frog. Anyways. Famous for doing French film. It's just such good casting for such a shit movie. Anyways. Please, God, just continue or I'll just laugh about it for the rest of the time. Um, they rested the entire comedic timing of the entire movie on a bunch of slugs. And goddamn, was it funny? No. No, it's funny. It's not. It is. It it was funny the first couple times. Are we including in the first couple times the time when Roddy is approaching the Jamie And Dodger they make the scary and noise. The, and yes. they're doing all the soundtrack and everything. Yeah. Yes, yes, that, that was hilarious. That was I think that was my note where this movie could almost be funny sometimes. <laughs> but then they did it. They did the DreamWorks thing where then they did it. 10,000 more times in the movie, they pulled a Seth MacFarlane and just ran the joke and ran the joke and ran the joke until I didn't want to see the joke anymore. Listen, as a general rule, comedy comes in threes and fives, not 17s. And they did do 17 slugs. Um, so I, I kind of, they and they rested a lot of transitional and comedic timing on these slugs. And it was a lot. Factual. Um, not your entire movie cannot hinge on one joke. Um, and then they, the rats, no, yes, no, the rats, the, the mobster rats, though, yeah. make a joke about to the rat mobile and they do the, the Batman sting. Uh, that is not a good enough excuse to use that Batman reference. <laughs> I think it's, this movie is so aggressively flying in the face of all things that are good, that I think it is a good enough excuse. No. It's, they, they mean that is Wolverine. A, that is a slam against Wolverine. That is a slam against Batman. We are dragging through the dirt of DreamWorks trash actual good things, and I don't feel like they deserve that. Batman show is not good. But with Adam fucking West? That's terrible. No, 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 Batman? Yeah, no, fuck you. That is fucking classic TV gold. It get, If you didn't have 
that Batman and Robin, you would not have Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. You would not have the rest of the Batman. Ch- you, you, that is such a staple in American culture history. Has Nickelodeon ever done the Batman sting with Mermaid Man and Barnacle uh-huh. Boy? Have they? Okay, good, 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 good. They also have, uh, they do a lot of riffs on superhero shit because they're the the Mermaid Man Mobile or whatever the fuck it's called is invisible. <laughs> yes. And they always land on the gear shift right up their ass. Yes. Uh so there's a lot they do a lot of shit. Um <laughs> So yeah, James the chat agrees that you are a horrible person for saying such uh, slander. Cry about it. Um fucking babies. I the boat. What's the boat's name, James? The Jammy Dodger. It survives a lot. That a boat should not survive. It's almost like a bumper boat. It just runs into shit. It does have a tire on the back of it. That's just the back. He crashes that shit into almost everything. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it gets beat up. It gets hit by people. It survives. Almost all kinds of crashes. All of the everything. Um, There's also a joke that... So the the Toad's whole backstory is that he was Prince, Prince Charles. Charles's pet. Yeah. And his most beloved pet at that. And um, James was not able to identify whether or not Prince Charles owned a Toad. I want to know. I mean, these guys are from... They're from England. England. I, I need to know and... Hit me up if you're listening to this episode sometime in the future. Chat if you want to Google it right now. Someone tell me if this guy actually owned a toad. Interestingly. Because that just seems like a weird thing to, like, hinge a movie on as a joke. Well, now, here's here's an interesting thing that I found when I was doing my Googling. Okay. If you Google Prince Charles Toad Pet or this something movie, along that This lines, movie comes up? No. Oh. In the last year, a new species of toad was named after Prince Charles. Did he own a toad as a small boy? Unclear. Did you Google, did Charles own a pet toad? Did Prince Charles own a pet toad? I will do that. Or did you just look up Prince Charles toad? I was really trying to make it fast, so I think I probably just did Prince Charles toad, but I'll do the other one now. Well, see, that would make it less fast, because now you're having to sift through information instead of putting all the fucking things in your Google query. You are, what is wrong with Google? Am I? Yes, you're the reason that dropout humor sketch exists if Google was a person. When I Googled, did Prince Charles own a toad as a child, it takes me to the Flushed Away wiki, in which it describes the cartoon involving young Prince Charles loving the toad more than all the other animals, which is what we're talking about right now. That's what I was wondering, is if it was just the movie. I think it's just the movie. Okay. Yeah, it's just the movie. Okay. It's a dumb joke to make, then. Anyways. He could have been anybody's fucking toad. You don't have to make him the fucking Prince's Toad. Um, I really wish that Prince Charles had owned a toad, because that would have been a really cool thing to include in your movie. Um, The French Toad shows up, and they make a lot of French jokes. And when I say I was not surprised by every single stereotypical joke they made about the French... Every single time it happened, it was it was literally like someone put in Google 
typical jokes about the French, and then they just put those in the movie. Like, there was not an original fucking thought that came out of there. Well, I'll tell you this, though. Because the folks who made it were English, they probably didn't have to Google the jokes about the French. They probably just told those jokes to themselves all the time. They were like, ah, the French surrender. Put that in there somewhere. Like, Notably, the French has one of the fiercest militaries there ever has been or ever will be. (laughs) They did surrender a few crucial battles. But, on the whole, they've got a pretty gnarly military. Um, we swing back to the boat after dealing with the hiring of the French Lefrog cousin. Um, (laughs) and we swing back to the slugs, because that's the only way we know how to do anything in this movie. Transition-wise, is to include the slugs. And um, I just want to talk about how there was a straight-up cannibalism murder moment. Oh, yeah, a slug slurps up another slug when they did their meme of Disney. And <laughs> nothing, yeah, they were basically doing a Lady in the Tramp, like, um, eating spaghetti on a boat, which is not how Lady in the Tramp goes, but that's what the slugs were doing. And then one of the other slugs just... Slurps up another slug. Yep. Sucks him right up. <laughs> and swallows them all. Murder cannibalism. It was the most shocking thing in this entire movie. I wasn't I wasn't prepared for it. And there was no follow-up. Um We have this whole in a very what I can only describe as realistic as the jungle crews get to know you moment. Between Rita and Roddy. Um, the, she's like, you know everything about me and I know nothing about you. And I literally wrote, he does not know everything about you. He can probably name like five things. You have a big fan. He knows about as much about her as I know about her. And that is, you're a captain of a boat. You have a gigantic family. Mm-hmm. You're a thief. You're poor. And you're also a mechanic. Five things. Not a lot of things. And she's like, you know everything about me, and I know nothing about you. And I was like, no, you know nothing about either of you. Like, you, neither of you know each other at all. Um, And so they go through this whole bit of, like, getting to know you, getting to know all about you. <laughs> um, And, like, this forced romance subplot. Um, And then there's French ninjas. Which are not a thing. The 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 Le Toad, his henchmen, are French ninjas. That's the Frog's Frenchman. Sorry, Le Frog's. His whole cabal is ninjas that are French. Which is not a thing. I feel like they were like, we want the frogs to be ninjas. And they're like, okay, or the frogs are from France, though. And the guys were like, we want the frogs to be ninjas. Listen, the frogs can speak English with a French accent. I don't think it was really paramount that they actually be trained in the martial arts. If they could have been anything else, why did they have to be ninjas? Anyway. Because it's funny. No, it's not. It's dumb. No, it super is funny. Why? Why is that funny? Okay, let's think about the design of the frog. Right? And I know you hate the design and the art style, but the frogs, as they're designed in this movie, are a 
It's a green oval. Yep. With tiny with stick limbs. Stick limbs. Mm-hmm. And giant hands and giant webbed feet, yep. right? Yep. And also, their outfits... Are zipper are latex suits. Zip, yeah, they're basically skin-tight zipper suits that can zip all the way up over their heads. Yes. Which is used later on to their disgrace. Yes. Why would is that be, funny? Would it be funnier... If they were, oh, I don't know, Chinese frogs? Is China synonymous with frogs so that we can do the martial arts thing? Or are the French synonymous with frogs? And is it much easier to write gags about French frogs who can do fighting in a style that's easy to animate? Would it be funnier if the frogs were from China? Yes, because now I have this really funny image of Chinese ninja frogs in my head. That's racist. With about as horrible accents as we have French accents. Um, I don't know. I've been to France. It's kind of like that. Not going to lie to you. Also, the only thing the French are synonymous with frogs for is eating them. Yes. So I don't... It's even funnier! Because French frogs should try to get the fuck out of France. In fact, they're in England. And also, I was thinking this too, but I didn't want to just throw you under the bus. Ninjas are Japanese. Yeah, ninjas are Japanese, but martial arts are from all over Asia. Yes. And other places too. But we're specifically talking about ninja French frogs. Who do kung fu, specifically. Is it kung fu or karate? It is kung fu... Because Le Frog, they they also meme on the French by having a mime called Marcel. Which after that, the Marcel, Marcel. that is funny. They should have all been mimes. Like if there was just a troop of mime frogs, that would have been hilarious. Yeah, but how do I they would've... do anything? How how do you write how do you write mime frogs in as combatants and antagonists when all the best miming that they could do is run into walls? <laughs> no, no, because there's a whole ass fucking mime who fights in Rapunzel, entangled. You can do a fighting mime, and we should have done it. Double down on the French jokes. I can't. What do you want? Do you want there to be more French jokes? Do you want there to be no French jokes? Do you want the French to know kung fu? Why can't the French know kung fu? Why, why, in the year of our Lord 2006, is it wrong in your eyes for the French frogs in the animated claymation but not claymation movie to know Kung Fu? What the fuck? Just let it be dumb and fun. I want it to make sense. And no, funny. no, the rats can talk. They speak English. They all speak English. No. No, it can't make sense. We have to suspend our disbelief. It's a movie for children. You can make the movie for children funny and accurate. Name one. Oh, you don't want to open this box of war. <laughs> funny and accurate? Yeah. And for children? Yeah. What studio? Disney. Well, you don't have Disney, so... I can think of DreamWorks movies that have done it. Who? Shrek. Oh, ogres are for real. Ogres are real. They're a real thing. But they, Funny and accurate. Yes, okay. I'm not saying accurate like ogres exist. I'm saying 
like, they keep the lore of fucking ogres and make a movie about it. So the ogres are ogres. They do ogre shit. I don't know any ogres outside of Shrek that transform back into people in the, in the daytime. That's a curse from a witch and it has established lore! It has rules! It is a spell that we know all the rules to! Well, in Flushed Away... There's not a spell that makes the French frogs know kung fu! Why couldn't they have learned it? Why couldn't they have learned it? How are we fighting about this stupid fucking frogs? I need you to Google French kung fu. And I need to know what that Google search comes up with for you. It's gonna give me three dojos in Paris. Because I'm pretty sure it's not a thing. The first thing it gives me is... I swear to God, if it's flushed away, I will walk out of this fucking room. No, it's a French martial art called Savate. Kate, why couldn't we do that? Uh, a French film called Kung Fu Master. From 1988. Uh, an article... That just sounds like the Karate called Kid in France. The French Kung Fu Master, whose moves made Sifu Action Game a surprise hit of 2022. So there's not a lot. There's not a lot of French people out there who know Kung Fu. And you want to know why? Because all of those are about specific individuals. A movie about a French Kung Fu werewolf. <laughs> okay, you gotta stop because you're getting further down the rabbit hole. A, a guidebook on Kung Fu Shaolin in French for the French. I think I've made my point. Your point is fucking benign. Your point is dumb. Anyways. This is what the people wanted when they wanted the, the, the podcast. This they, is what they were looking for. When they voted for Flushed Away, they thought we were going to argue for 10 plus minutes over French fucking ninjas? No, when Green Gorilla demanded we make a show, this is what he was looking for, was this kind of content. Fuck you. They're allowed to know Kung Fu because it's fine. They wrote it that way. <sighs> Anyways. My next comment. <laughs> My next comment is that this movie is racist against the French. And the comment after that is the eventually they corner Rita and Roddy and they phone in the toad. In one of the funniest gags of the whole movie. In because he's strapped to the mime. I'm assuming that's the gag you're talking about. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. The phone is strapped to the mime. If we're gonna, if I'm gonna double down on my uh, realism here, that phone in 2006, video calling on a flip phone Dude, was not a thing. I'm so obsessed with reality being in the movie where they flush a rat down the toilet and he winds up in the sewer, not dead. Incredible. I don't care. Uh, you know what? You can have your French ninjas. A flip phone doesn't do video call. And we can at least make the technology time period accurate. Sure. And at the very least, they did put a front facing camera on the flip phone. Which you those did have them because you could. That was right when selfies. The very first selfie. It's right when selfies were becoming a thing and you could actually take a picture from like the front and see yourself. It was like a fucking mind blowing thing. You had digital cameras that were coming out with it. 
That's fine. That's allowed. We didn't get fucking FaceTime video calls until the smartphones. I mean, you could do it like through computers. There was like, and you had to be rich. Like that was a technology yeah, that was, like it took. It sucks up bandwidth. Yeah, so it's a serious thing. They're also making a connection phone call in the sewers. And I, I don't know if you know this about cell phones, but in the time period of 2006, those signals weren't making it through the sewers, baby. That shit was not real. No. <laughs> no shot this phone call actually happens, but it is pretty fucking funny. I don't care. I didn't even care about that. I was so hung up on the fact that fucking video call did not exist on a flip phone, let alone in 2006. <laughs> the Razor hadn't even come out yet. The Razor came out in like 2007. I know because I had one of the very first Razors. The pink Motorola Razor was my first phone. Motorola still makes Razors. Holy shit. Yeah, no, they make the new ones with the flippy screen. Because they're, they wanted, they were like, we can double down on millennial nostalgia. And they did, they did. Hmm. All right, um... Uh, this is also at the point, because we do another bit uh, where the slugs sing. The first, the first Motorola Razor came out in 2004, so they would have had a Motorola Razor in the movie. They could have. They could I'm have. not saying they did. They just could have. 2004. This live-action fact-checking is, is helpful. Um. Anyways, we do another tribute where the slugs sing a song, and I am all done with the musical slugs. It does get old. It, I, it so gets this old. This is when they're like about to drown and I think the slugs are singing on the... No, their slugs are... I'm tired of the musical slugs. They do it a lot. They're doing so much that I can't even keep them straight other than the cannibalism moment because that was upsetting. Um, We, through a series of calamities and chicaneries and a plastic bag up a fucking vent pipe, I guess... Get Roddy home. We lose the Jamie Dodger down a steamy hole, manage to snag a plastic bag, and get lifted up via the hot, steamy air out of the sewer through a transition where they didn't have to answer the question, how did they get up above England, when they could just go, what if we just don't? <laughs> because I guarantee you a producer saw a cut of it and went, Wait, how did they get from underground to above? And they went, ah! They did the James thing where they went, this is a movie with French no. ninjas. We don't need to explain how we <laughs> got I'm not going to suit. explain myself. No. I'm not going to explain This is a this. movie for children. You need to suspend your disbelief, Mr. Producer Man. And that's how that conversation went. Yep. Um, also, it was DreamWorks, so that probably wasn't even a conversation. They were like, ah, send it. Probably, honestly. Um... They're like, we have money from Shrek and Madagascar. We just make your stupid movie. We don't care. Um, my main question, because Roddy gets home, they, he gives the gem. She wants a tour. And we already know that Sid has, like, trashed the fucking place. Oh, yeah. What is Roddy going to do about the mess? Like, what is his plan? I know he, like, uh, dustbusters the peas up when he plays golf, but, like, that's a lot of... The couch is stained. Everything in that house is white. And when he falls out of the chimney, because that's how they get inside the house, they land inside the <laughs> chimney, there's soot all over that white carpet. And 
that family's gonna be pissed as shit when they come home. Like, if you think about the secret life of pets, the whole, the whole thought process is, like, you don't make the humans notice that you run amok in the house when they're gone. So, like, I, it just stressed me out. Like, I was like, I don't know. Even if the end of the movie, we all know that Roddy's not going to stay there. But even if the end of the movie was, like, what is your plan, dude, to clean before your humans get home? Um, Roddy uh, sends Rita on her way. She goes back down the toilet because we hear the flush. He goes and he starts to watch the game. The World Cup Final. The World Cup Final. Um, and he has a revelation where he puts a bunch of pieces of information together and cracks the Toad's plan that he is going to, during the halftime, when everyone gets up to go to the bathroom, because everyone's going to flush their toilet simultaneously, um, when they go up to get to go to the bathroom during the halftime of the World Cup match, and that's going to cause a huge surge of water because everyone's going to flush the toilet at the same time. Mm-hmm. He's going to lift the floodgates and drown all the rats. And Roddy puts this all together through three non-sequential blips from the past of this movie. And all I have to tell you in another I'm not suspending my disbelief for this bullshit, Roddy did not have enough information <laughs> to put that all together. He sits there and goes... Halftime. Halftime. Boom, 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 boom. He's going to drown all the rats at halftime when everyone goes to the bathroom. And I was like, like, he showed us how he put that, like, they showed us the clips that led him to that conclusion. Those clips do not equal that answer in any way. Like, the leap that he takes to get to, oh my God, everyone's going to go to the bathroom at halftime and that's where all the water's going to come and he's going to drown all the rats. That is huge leaps in logic that make no sense. Like, I was literally trying to, like, find an argument that would be like, oh, well, no, because he saw this person do that. No, no, none of it. None of it. I knew what the rat, I knew what the Toad's plan was, and I still wouldn't have been able to crack, oh, at halftime. That's when he's going to do it because everyone's going to go to the bathroom. That leap in logic first of all for the toad to make to come up with this plan is huge and stupid and then for Roddy to track that plan it's a lot of it's a lot of disbelief that I'm just not willing to suspend there it's a bad plan it's a dumb plan the whole entire plan is dumb anyways I can see it I can see it only because... Oh my god, you're going to defend this fucking movie one more time? Only because it's made by the English, and the absolute fever pitch fandom for soccer by the English is so, like, deeply invasive of the culture there, and a lot of the rest of the world as well, that it could be, I'm not saying it is, but it could be argued that due to him simply being English, it's common knowledge that at the halfway point in the World Cup final, the majority of the populace goes to use the restroom. I mean, we track statistics like that about the Super Bowl all the time. Like, text messaging slows down 
in the first and second quarters and then picks up at halftime or at the at the fucking yeah halftime and then kicks way back down again like it's a it's a trend that's trackable and while they don't do any of the legwork to explain why anyone in this movie would know anything about that if you think about England and its relationship to soccer, it's plausible. Are you correct? Maybe. I am technically correct. Maybe is not technically. I am technically correct in my first statement that Roddy does not have enough information to figure this plan out. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like He's he, also not a sports guy. He straight like, up, he plays golf. He straight up has n- none of the information. It literally, it takes Sid explaining to him that Sid is holding on for halftime so and he can go to the bathroom. Even that? Even that's not enough. Is not enough to get him all the way there. Like, there's just not Ro- enough Roddy doesn't know what the master control cable is supposed to do. Yeah, the, he, he makes huge leaps in logic, and it's... Uh, eh. The rest of this movie has a lot of uh, things that shall not be explained, um, which is my next one. We jump back down to the sewers to see the rats. And guess what? They caught Rita. Oh, yeah, they caught Rita. And that will not be explained. We don't know how. We don't know why. They caught Rita. The end. Like, that is the only explanation. They just have her all of a sudden. Um... And through the magic of whatever Roddy's super-powered mind is... Uh, he comes up with the fact that he needs to go back down to the sewers to save his fucking two-day romance chick. Oh, yeah. Literally 48 hours. And all these rat people that he suddenly gives a fuck about um, because he went to one chaotic family and danced on their table. <laughs> the amount of yada yada in this oh, movie they yada yada the shit out of it. I'm not saying it's a good movie. Um, but he basically goes, Sid, you cool with staying here and, like, taking care of the girl I hang out with? And then I'm gonna go. And Sid's like, yeah, sure. And I was like, I don't know if you've ever... I know they always make the joke of, like, parents switching out pets when, like, the pet dies. Mm -hmm. I feel like you would notice if your very razor-thin fucking rat turned into a short, fat rat. Now, in fairness, they do set up this gag by her overfeeding him. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that when I wrote this note down. (laughs) You've known for so long. And I call bullshit. That doesn't change your fucking height. That is a whole different sized rat with different color fur. If we're going to assume that the hair is technically their fur and that would be all over their body, that is a different colored rat. You have a brown rat that suddenly turns into a black rat, and you have a tall rat that turns into a short rat, and you have a skinny rat that maybe ate all the food you left and turned into a fat rat. Those are still two out of three not correct. But who's going to notice at all? The little girl. Are you sure? She's just got a brand new cat. She might be pretty preoccupied with that new pet, who also might eat that rat. I'd watch that movie. You want gruesome child movies. Mm-mm. Um, 
Roddy gets down to the sewer through the to- uh, through the toilet again, and he, through a bunch of nonsense again, fashions a device with a one of those hand fans and a balloon to go save Rita, who is dangling over the water the, for reasons the of the floodgate, which also would not hurt Rita because the wave doesn't get that high. So I don't know why she's up there and what's the point of that unless like her his whole point was just to make her watch her family die, which I could see maybe like all of the end of this movie is yada yada bullshit. <laughs> um, but he takes this hand fan and a balloon and flies himself over to her and uh, then just sits there on the fan and they talk for a minute. And I don't know if anyone in this room, James accuses me all the time, but I don't know if anyone in this room knows how physics work. I don't know a lot about physics, clearly, because James gives me shit for it all the time. But I know the fact that the fan that you just used to propel yourself from point A to point B would not sit there and hover like a fucking helicopter so that you could have a chat with your would-be girlfriend. Nope. There's no way. She's all correct here. That is, it's, it's cartoon physics, so whatever, but at the same time, it's like, wow, you're really pushing the limits here, aren't you? My next question in the yada yada bullshit of this movie, how did he, how did the toad get so many children? Because that was not explained. And I don't know a lot about frog sex, but I know that there has to at least be a partaking female at some point to lay the eggs. So did he just steal a bunch of eggs and then fertilize them himself in all these, like these tubes? Like they're for frogs and toads, the males will clamber on top of the female in shallow areas of water. This causes the female to lay her eggs, up to five thousand of them. These are promptly fertilized by the male. So okay, so he only had to he, have he one participating female. Yeah, he didn't need her to be there either. So she just got, he, she, he he just had to get some female toad to lay eggs, and then he could create his army. Okay. Um, they really push the limits on frog and toad reproduction, but they did stay within the bounds of science. All, For once. All these tadpoles <laughs> go back to uh, my whole point of you want to live with 5,000, apparently, of your children in a town by yourself. This is your grandmaster plan. Because the children start li- rattling off demands about how they want a pony oh, and a puppy, puppy and, and they all want the, the... I don't know what you thought was going to happen here. Also, also, if we're going to talk about this, you want to take over the town that the rats have built, but your tadpoles need to swim for quite some time. They don't have fucking legs yet, bro. Yeah. Um... Also, how have you been taking care of them this whole time? Anyways. Um, then unclear. there's a joke. And actually, I needed CinemaSins to explain this joke to me because I made a note about this joke and then CinemaSins explained it for me so that I could understand the joke. And the joke was England's winning the World Cup, so anything's possible. And I had to write a note, is England, like, historically bad at soccer? And then I found out that England doesn't have, like, a soccer team. Or, I guess, a football team. Um, Yeah, there's not one England team. Other than, like, the Olympics. Yes. And so that makes 
more sense now, but it was just like, that was a very like <laughs> British joke if you're in the know. I felt like the this is the first time where I felt like the Americans who also get thrown under the bus in this scene because they're like, you don't you need they a helmet. They don't football. football. And I was like, I was like, I don't know anything about actual football because I don't get why that joke's funny. Um, but <laughs> so there was that. Um, then basically what happens is there's this curf- there's a fight where Rita. Lefrog, the Toad, and Roddy all fight on this pipe that is filled with the liquid nitrogen, which the Toad uses to freeze his victims. And Roddy eventually ends up getting the Toad trapped between making him shoot his tongue at a gear and freezing his foot with a crack in the liquid nitrogen pipe. And then the wave starts coming because everyone, it was halftime and everyone flushed their toilet at the same time because that's the logic we're sticking with here. And so the giant wave of water is coming and Roddy's like, oh fuck, what are we going to do? And he gets the idea that they're going to use the liquid nitrogen out of this very small pipe. I will mind you, the pipe is not very big. Yeah. To freeze this entire giant wave. Yes. We're going to let all that happen. I'm tired of arguing the logistics of this movie. Fine. Liquid nitrogen, going to freeze the wave before it hits the people. He's successful. The end. Cool. Um, then everyone sees Rita and Roddy, like, come, on, come out and be all like, hey. And they all just start immediately celebrating them. Like, they knew that they saved the entire city. They had, for all you fucking know, they caused the wave. You yeah. have no knowledge of what fucking went down. No one no one has any prior understanding as to what the heroes, who they even are, or what they've done. Yeah, they all start chanting their names and cheering them like they fucking saved the world, which they did, but they didn't know that. They didn't see the fight going on up there. They didn't know what the plan was. They didn't know the toad was trying to kill them all. They had no knowledge. Like I said, my logic, I see a giant wave, and then I see Rita and Roddy walk out, and I'm like, oh, fuck, they caused it. To be fair, they were chanting Millicent because they still haven't learned Roddy's name. Yeah, that doesn't (laughs) change the fact that they were still cheering these guys like they saved the fucking universe and they have no knowledge of anything that went on. They literally were just like, hey, those people that we met that one time, they did it. Did what? Did fucking what? You don't know. You were watching the fucking World Cup. (laughs) Um... Then we end the movie with the slugs, of course. Mercifully. Singing Tina Turner, which is a disgrace to Tina. They were singing um, Proud Mary, which is a disgrace to that song. And Tina Turner is not a good enough excuse to use this song. And then I follow that up by saying the slugs and DreamWorks and what's the British studio's name, James? Ardman. Abused way too many good songs in this movie. You mean spent a majority of their budget? That they could have spent on writers on licensing music. DreamWorks is classic at that. Like that's that's par for the fucking course, honestly. Um, <laughs> they spend their money on good actors and good actors, soundtracks, great soundtracks. That's it. Classic. Um, like I can name every single song that's on the first Shrek soundtrack. We like, should probably watch that new Puss in Boots movie because I've been hearing that it's crazy good. We should watch the first Puss in Boots movie if we're gonna watch no, the no, next that one's Puss bad. in Boots. That one's really bad. Um, 
So I was I was literally typing. This is one of those moments that like James had. I think it was actually during Anastasia where you were like, "Are they going to get her new clothes?" Yeah, and like I was we're typing it out. A thing and then they did the thing. I was typing. Do we get no follow up on Sid and the little? And I got through lit of the little girl, and then they played like the sl- like the mid credit scene, I guess, um, where we do get a follow up on Sid and the girl, and the girl comes home with a cat. That was it. That's it. Um, so I just wrote, never mind, as my 45th note. Uh, four out of ten. Damn, that's more stars than I thought you'd give it. Four out of ten. It was, it was, it was alright. I didn't hate it. There are movies that I've hated watching more. Um, Shark Tale being one of them. Shark Um, Tale's not a good film. No, it's bad. And if we're going to talk about DreamWorks movies that are god-tier trash, Ants... Ants is below Shark Tale, so Whoa. like if you're gonna Whoa. if you're just tracking down my stars here, like it's like actually so my num my one star DreamWorks movie would be Ants, my two star DreamWorks movie would be Shark Tale, my three star DreamWorks movie would be flushed away, and my four star DreamWorks movie would be Boss Baby. That's probably where that goes. Um so it was alright. I didn't want to set it on fire. That's, that's, that's that. Alright. It's better than a shark tail and ants, I guess. If you want to rank it amongst its peers. It's really hard, though, with DreamWorks, where you have Shrek. And also Madagascar. And Madagascar. And fucking... Despicable Me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hate yeah. it. Meme it all you want to. The minions are the curse of this planet. Um, Culture shifting movie. It flushed away. I forgot existed until James put it on this list. I really only put it on this list because I really wanted you to have a movie you would rant and rave about. And it turns out I did most of the shouting. You did most of the shouting at me. Yeah, because you chose to nitpick dumb shit. I had a professor who is infamous for saying that I would get lost in the woods looking at the branches. So, that professor, not wrong. If the branches are enough to distract me from fucking walking, it's a really disturbing looking branch and you might want to fix it. 